Welcome to The Bomar Show. We are your hosts, Josh and Sarah Bomar. We hope this podcast will motivate, educate, and entertain you. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to The Bomar Show. We are on episode 15, and this episode is going to be a little bit different because we are pregnant. Well, Woo! I'm pregnant. Josh yeah. gets really upset when I say we yeah, are pregnant. That's weird. I'm not pregnant. You're pregnant. I but did you, the you impregnating. Yes. You assisted in the pregnation of the pregnancy. Yes. Yeah. Well, let's hope. So we are going to be, <laughs> pa- whatever, we are going to be parents on July 30th. Yeah, of this that's, year. That's crazy. I've always wanted to be a dad. So like a lot of people like pregnancy is like super scary, but Sarah and I actually tried. We planned for this and this is a, a really big deal. So. It is a big deal. So we obviously just announced a few days ago and we always said that we wanted to wait until we had been married for five years. And obviously if it had happened before then we wouldn't have been upset, but in a perfect world, that's what we always said. And it just kind of worked out that way. We tried for one month and there it is yeah <laughs> so <laughs> come on i i would i wish it would have lasted a little bit longer i know josh is upset that it didn't take I, longer i know and there's gonna be a lot of people that try really hard on here getting offended of that but come on i'm a guy yeah so we obviously planned this we found out on november 20th that we were expecting and it's just been crazy since then. That made Thanksgiving very hard, by the way, not telling everybody. Thanksgiving was very difficult. Josh wanted to shout it from the rooftops as soon as we found out, but I had to reel him in and explain that it's very high probability of a miscarriage in the first eight weeks. Right. We don't want to announce something and then upset people if it obviously doesn't work out. So we waited until Christmas to tell our families. And then we waited until the day after our five-year anniversary to announce to social media, because we also had our 12-week appointment on our five-year wedding anniversary. Just make sure it was still breathing and Heartbeat. Heartbeat was good and everything. So I've actually been working on a blog since before we even started or started trying, I guess. And I think we're just going to kind of go through that and just go through. Obviously, we aren't pregnancy experts. And if you guys have questions, you should always ask your doctor. But this is just our experience and what we personally have been going through since we found out. Yeah, I think this would be great. I feel like a lot of you guys have asked a lot of these questions. And and uh, we just want to dive through and kind of give you our experience thus far, you know, with the pregnancy. Yeah. And we did... One of the main questions is if we found out together or if I took the test and then told Josh. So because we planned to grow and expand our family, this wasn't like, oh, I've missed my period. I'm going to take a test because Josh is at work and then tell him afterwards. So we found out together and we filmed the entire thing. So hopefully we'll be putting that up. I don't know if we're going to wait until the birth. Or if we'll put it up. Wait till the birth. That's been decided then. So we did film it, and we will be sharing that with you guys um, when we have our birth video. What? We're not filming the birth. No, like the birth birth story. I know. I'm just kidding. So that was exciting. I wasn't going to miss out on that action. I wanted I wanted to find out just as bad as you did. Yeah. So every time we tried, we were always right there together. I so think that was pretty fun. I think Josh was a little more nervous than me during the waiting of the pregnancy results. Yeah, because yeah. it's like I'm always wondering, like, oh God, am I shooting blanks? Like, is this gonna work? I'm, I'm nervous. Is does this thing on? I was like, does this work? I'm like, come on. I'm like, 
they make you fear it, you know, in it, it high is. school and yeah. college. Like, oh, it's so easy. And I was like, oh, God. So it's not as easy as everyone makes it. It's very scientific, which is crazy. Right. Um, but anyways, so I'm not shooting blanks for everyone out there listening. I'm very proud blanks. of myself. I did get him a <laughs> dad. I'm so glad you don't shoot blanks coffee mug. From that was a the very offspring. kind gift. I know it was funny. So we're going to dive right on into starting with the conception month. And then the first eight weeks, our first appointment, the next four weeks, our second appointment, and then our third appointment, which we actually had today. So a lot of this stuff will be top of mind for us. So during the conception month, I think that a lot of people really underestimate diet and nutrition while trying to have a baby. Everyone thinks about it while they're pregnant, but when they're actually trying to ovulate properly and have that successful implantation, it's almost more vital to have your diet and nutrition on point during that time than it is during pregnancy. Right. So during that time, I stopped using caffeine. I was already starting to take my prenatal, and they actually recommend that you take your prenatal three months before you start to try to conceive, or TTC. There's so many, like, acronyms and abbreviations with pregnancy that, like, I had no idea about. It's like a new language. It is. So TTC means trying to conceive, because that's way too long to type out. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So... um, On my blog as well, I have literally everything linked that we are talking about from the apps that I'm using to the books that Josh and I have been reading to um, the supplements, pretty much literally everything that I've been using thus far up to this point. I have linked on my blog. Obviously, I am not, like I said at the beginning, a pregnancy expert, but it is obviously we do a lot of research and it's what we have found to be the most beneficial for us. So another thing that I have linked on my blog as well is if you are not on birth control, obviously you can't be on birth control and get pregnant. Um, If you're not on birth control, I have linked the natural family planning or NFP, according to, yeah, the pregnancy world. Um, I was using a basal thermometer and then an app to track my ovulation and then my cycle. That way you pretty much know almost to the day in which you will start ovulation and then start your cycle as well. So that does help as well when you're TTCing. Yeah, well, guys, I mean, if if you really do want to start a family, I mean, there are ways to give yourselves advantages on conceiving. And that's what this part of the podcast is going to be about. You know, put all the eggs in your basket. If you're trying. Pun intended. Bam. I didn't do that on purpose, but I kind of <laughs> wish, <laughs> wish I would have taken credit for that. I should have played it off like, yeah, I totally yeah, did that no on big purpose. deal. Yeah. I'm so witty. Right. And, and obviously not. we're not saying that if you are going through fertility problems or you're going through IFV, that if you just switch your nutrition, then suddenly you'll start ovulating properly. But I don't think any doctor would disagree with us that if you are struggling with fertility or maybe you're not struggling at all, putting all the eggs in your basket will definitely help in terms of supplementation, dieting, exercise, stop smoking, stop drinking, stop using meth, stop using caffeine, everything that you would be doing if you were, no, no meth, meth free conception, everything (laughs) that you would be doing during pregnancy, I am a firm believer that you should actually be doing that during your conception period. No, totally agree. Yeah. So another thing, too, that I have listed on my blog, just because people are always asking me, is how much weight that I've actually been gaining. So my starting weight before we found out that I was pregnant was 133 pounds. 
So, November 20th, take the test, pregnant, boom, there it is. Now what? So, I have been using an app called The Bump, which is free, and it's super helpful because it actually goes through and reminds you, okay, you need to make your prenatal exam, you need to start doing X, Y, and Z. So, it's a super helpful app that we are not affiliated with in any way, shape, or form. And it also goes through and tells you what size your baby is each day, which is really fun. So, today- We have a lot of fun with that. Every morning, I'm like, oh, how big is the baby today? So, today, the baby is as tall as a daisy. But I've seen very tall daisies before. So, that one's I've a little weird like to a me. foot long. Yeah. So. so, today at the doctor's appointment, the baby was 6.7 centimeters. Well, we get what we pay for. The app's free. Right? It is free, but it's fun. <laughs> Yesterday, the baby was as tall as a Kit Kat, so that's also fun. So, it, like, really aids in my cravings. I'm like, ooh, suddenly I want a Kit Kat now. Thanks, app. <laughs> um, so, the first eight weeks, honestly, really didn't seem to do much for me as far as symptoms or cravings or I've always had mood swings. Which I know Josh will a thousand percent I mean, agree with. Being a good husband, I can't agree with you. Of <laughs> you course. won't obviously disagree. Guys, it's true. Yeah. So I don't feel like my mood swings got worse during the first eight weeks. What? Not worse. Maybe more frequent. What? Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, no, they they got pretty- Would you say that was my like biggest symptom? Um, you did get sick once, but that, I think that it was could have food been poisoning. food poisoning. <laughs> I think legit. But I would think it was definitely food say I noticed massive mood swings. Yeah, um, because of course I make you mad. Like I'm your husband. <laughs> yeah, of course this happens all the time, every day. And uh, but I noticed your aggression, like and just how long you stayed mad, was on a whole other level. Yes. So like, if I made you upset. Like, it wasn't, oh, okay, if we get over this. It, it was wasn't like, a spark. It was like a burning flame yeah, with Yeah, it was embers. like set this yeah. whole place on fire. And, like, that. that's a great analogy. Normally, it's like a little flame, and now there's like a blowtorch on it. So, yeah, yeah, I would definitely say the mood swings were there. So, I have been walking on eggshells yeah, and trying to make sure to not upset her. Right. <laughs> but so, as far as... If I know, get murdered, we know who did it. Yeah. <laughs> Jerry. Um, so as far as, you know, your typical morning sickness or heartburn, acid reflux, really didn't get any of those, which I was super grateful for. The first eight weeks, I would say I was much more tired. My workouts, I would say about half the time, 20 minutes in, I'm like, all right, we got to go. Like I am just way too tired. I don't feel well. I'm getting lightheaded. But outside of that, just like I said, a little more tired than usual. Yeah, you've been very fatigued. Yeah. Because like, you're normally like grind, grind, yeah. grind, work, 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 work. But at work. about seven o'clock, I'm like, hmm, like, let's go to bed. Like it's <laughs> it's bedtime. I'm like, I'm not ready to go to bed for like four hours. I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. Yeah. So the exhaustion for me is definitely, I would say, my, my biggest symptom. Um, and then... That kind of sums up the first eight weeks. I, like I said, I did get sick one time, but I legit think it was food poisoning. Screw you, Sonic breakfast. It was Sonic. It I was forgot so- about and that. And I love Sonic. So I'm a little peeved. You, ca- you can't bail on Sonic. I haven't broken up with Sonic yet, but we haven't been back since. So during my little spell, I was very concerned that I was actually getting morning sickness. So I enlisted the help of my pregnant friends. So two of my best friends, um, well, one just had a baby a few days ago, but the other one is pregnant and they both have experienced morning sickness. So I really 
enlisted their help and was like, okay, what do I need? So on my blog, I have these things called preggy pops, which are really good. And they're, they've got ginger in them. So if you do get morning sickness, I highly recommend a ginger based preggy pop or a drink that can really help, um, with the nausea. And then I also have listed on there the C band, which is the same thing as the motion sickness bands, but apparently they can really help if you have morning sickness. And then if you are experiencing a lot of nausea and vomiting, you're probably going to be very dehydrated. So also on my blog, I've got these things called drip drops and they really help you keep you hydrated. So that's really cool. And none of these things cause your baby to grow a lizard tail. No lizard babies. So (laughs) we're at the end of um, eight weeks, and most people have their first um, baby appointment at week eight, which was really great because it was right before we left to go back to Ohio for Christmas. So I want you to give your perception of the first appointment. The first one. uh, Again, it's just... I don't, I don't even know what to say. You know, I was just so nervous like yeah. the whole time. And then she like, I wanted to film it. So that was a big no. Oh yeah. You can't film it apparently. And we yeah, got so, yelled at within the first well, five I minutes. I fought back. I was like, I really want to capture this. No. Cause I thought it was just the nurse that not the person going to be doing the exam. So I'll be honest. I, I got a little, you know, upset. A little and, testy. Josh a little had a mood testy. swing. I was a little <laughs> mood swing. I got the pregnancy symptoms. Yeah. Josh, um, side note. Josh has had so many sympathy symptoms. It's sympathy actually symptoms, it's actually yes. comical. Like I got sick. Yeah, I he did. He, he got morning sickness one day. It was that was horrible. funny. Like I'm two days after weight, I did. So now I have to do like an hour of cardio just to maintain normal. His estrogen is through the roof. This is horrible. He's got a bump. <laughs> Whoever says the husband doesn't have to deal with it, this is just terrible. <laughs> Whatever. So <laughs> first appointment happens. We walk in. I have to get completely undressed and. They well, and I f- get testy with this nurse that yeah. I didn't think was going to be the person doing the exam. Well, she leaves and then comes back and she's the examiner. So I'm like, great, right. this is awkward. Yeah. I'm uncomfortable. But they kissed and made up, so it was yeah, all right. I apologized. I was yeah. like, obviously, being a first-time dad, I want to capture every moment. So that was, they said, that's just, that's a, the only way they do that's like in the movies. You can't actually do that in real doctor's office. Yeah, so you, it's against HIPAA or something. Yeah. So we had our first appointment. We had the internal ultrasound, saw the yep. little saw the little baby, heard the heart rate. Which was so cool. I was mm-hmm. just like, oh my gosh. And I was like, yeah. why is its heart beating so fast? Like I was like, I thought it was. The first appointment, the baby was, it was a range between 150 and 162, yeah. which is crazy. I know. I can't even believe that. Yeah. I was like, whoa. So again, being a new dad, I'm just so excited. Like, oh, everything's normal. I like boring with yeah. these meetings. Like boring is good. You know, nothing out, nothing abnormal. Right. So we had the internal ultrasound, the heartbeat, and then the doctor came in and talked to us and we went over all the supplements. So I actually brought in all of the supplements that I am taking just for them to review it, say yay or nay, say yes, this is good. Some things she said that just not enough research has been done on it. And obviously, you know, who's going to say, "Ooh, I volunteer. Let's see if this turns my kid into a lizard baby. And so there's a few things that she said, well, there hasn't been any evidence to say it's safe, but there hasn't been any evidence to say that it's not safe. So it's kind of up to your discretion. So I've actually stopped using, not that I think that anything's wrong with our stimulant-free pre-workout, but I've pretty much all but stopped using it. I really haven't needed it during... My workouts during pregnancy, your blood is flowing at a rate that's astronomically high as it is. So I don't really need more blood flow to the muscle. You, so, you do get pretty good pumps. Yeah. So. so 
um, I'm still, like I said, on my blog, everything is listed, but high level, I'm obviously taking a prenatal vitamin D3, fish oil, calcium. And then as far as our Bomer nutrition products go, I am taking our protein powder as needed, our collagen every single morning, our probiotics, our colon relief, and then our EAAs. And then stimulant-free pre-workout, I've maybe taken it four or five times yeah, you, you since November take, 20th. You take a couple times. Yeah, Not so much. I've been, we're, we're working on new flavors right now, so I've been testing those. But as far as like consistent pre-workout, I really haven't needed it, which is which is awesome. So did no, you want to say something? I was going to say your pumps are sweet. S- sweet pumps. So like, dang. <laughs> so blood work obviously all came back normal, and my weight at our first appointment was 135 pounds. So I gained two pounds. So the rule of thumb, obviously it varies based on your starting weight. Um, the, the smaller you are, the more they want you to gain, the bigger you are, the less that they want you to gain. And so for me and my body and my BMR, um, or BMI, they wanted, they want me to gain about 25 to 30 pounds. So I'm only at two pound gained up you, until this you've point. You've also been doing a lot of cardio. Lots which, of cardio. But walking, no yes. running, no like excessive anything, but you're walking how many miles a day? Yeah, so I got my walking desk, which is like the greatest invention known to man. Um, but I, so on my walking desk, I'll do five miles a day, just answering emails, DMs, doing comments, content, playing Candy Crush, watching The Price is Right, just <laughs> silly little things. But um, yeah, I've been doing five miles a day and I really think that, that has just helped me with my weight and then Obviously, I'm eating more, but I'm not gaining a ton of unnecessary weight right well, now. Well, what's pretty nice about that walking desk, too, is you're not actually doing anything out of the ordinary. No. Like, you're actually still doing work, doing all this stuff, but instead, you're compounding your time and then doing all that while you're you're also working. Like, right. So, you're getting your cardio in. So, it's been pretty good for yeah. everybody. Yeah, you know? it's been awesome. And it's such a time saver. So instead of obviously being at the gym for three hours, we're at the gym still for 45 minutes, but then we come home and Josh has his Stairmaster in the basement. And then I have my walking treadmill, walking treadmill, walking desk upstairs. So it's been awesome. So moving right along. So we tell our family over Christmas, oh. which was awesome. So we're in week nine right now. Um, and then we have the holidays and we told our family and then we have trade show season that is starting. So the weeks nine through 12 were pretty much a whirlwind as far as travel. And we went to New York City. We went back to Ohio. We went to Indiana. We, we were went back to Indiana for a trade show. So there was a lot of just busyness in the third I, I don't want to skip over telling the parents because this oh. was pretty, pretty exciting. Go for it. So uh, when we tell, so Sarah has a sister who has, you know, multiple yes. kids. So I shout out th- Emily. Yeah, Emily. So I didn't think, you know, Mindy was going to, which is Mi- Mindy. Okay. So Mindy's your mom. Mindy Sue is my mom and Cindy Lou is Josh's mom. I know. How wrap, perfect is that? Wrap your head around that one. So, yes. Cindy Lou and Mindy. Sue. Sue. Yeah. So, we saw my family first. We actually told my dad first. And my dad is very stoic. He is very, like, a bomb could go off. And he'd look at it and say, mm, there's a bomb going off. He doesn't show <laughs> a lot of emotion or a lot of excitement. And we told him he was very excited. Uh, my sister was there. And my niece and my two nephews, obviously, were shooting each other with the Nerf gun toys that we got them in the basement so they didn't hear because according to my sister quote if you don't want them to tell mom before you tell mom you shouldn't tell them because they'll tell (laughs) the world so we had to strategically plan it so my dad says neat 
cool. Happy for you guys. Love you. You know, which is exactly what I expected. And then we get to my, we get to my aunt and uncle's house for my big, big Christmas with my family in Indiana. And I didn't really like have a plan to tell my mom, but I saw her go in the pantry and I had the ultrasound photo. So I saw her go in the pantry alone and I'm like, oh, this is perfect. It was before lunch had started so she could make a scene all she wanted and it wouldn't cause any ruckus so josh and i both go in there and i don't know if she like knew immediately but she was like no no there's no way and i showed her the ultrasound and she just lost her mind absolutely Which lost was it was so cute yeah to watch. it was and amazing see how much you're loved and yeah and how much this baby will be loved so of course she's like well like starts crying and of course i can't go out there right now and i'm like you can go tell everyone i don't think i've seen her ever move faster she got out of that pantry so fast to go tell everyone oh yelling, yeah yelling top of the lungs yelling, yep having like, a, oh, having okay. a good time but it's awesome because my sister has three and then my cousin Amanda has three. My cousin Gentry has four kids. So lots of kids always at Christmas. So everyone had some pretty solid advice and just asking just, you know, how we're feeling and everything. So it was it was really awesome that we got to share that, especially with our lives so much on social media. I didn't want it to be a phone call and we knew that we weren't going to actually see our family for a while. So it really worked out with the timing that we were able to get into our doctor's appointment before right. we went to Christmas. Oh, that was great. And then, you know, we headed on down to yep. see my family. Now, my mom has always wanted to be a grandma she's never been a grandma she has two kids myself and and my brother and uh she's been wanting to be a grandma i swear for years and years and years ever since we said i do she's like when 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 am i getting a grandbaby yeah and so like this is like her life mission to be like the best grandma ever and so like telling her was going to be super cool oh yeah so we wrapped it in a present and put put in the card the card right yeah made it a present and, and uh and so I set up my phone to film it, you know, because I wanted to capture it. This would be so fun. And uh, and so we, she opens up the gift, and she was, like, so baffled at first. And then she just realized. No, she asked, is this real? And is this like, real? You're not playing a joke on me, are you? <laughs> like, no, we found that on the internet. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> the, so, the sonogram was in there. The, the sonogram. sonogram. Yeah. And so she was super excited. I starts crying. We're all so excited. And, and, I mean, it was just epic i mean so much fun yeah to share such great news and things that we were excited about we've been dying to tell family you know since the moment we found out Mm -hmm. and so to be able to have that monkey off of our back and and just like okay now the world can know you know it's great and then we told your dad yeah told dad dad um you know same thing just like your dad super chill oh cool congratulations (laughs) when you do oh Great. Okay. And uh, what's on, you know, what's next? Yeah. So, so it's kind of one of those deals. He's he's not real vocal about sharing his feelings, which is okay. Yeah. So we told our families and then obviously came back to Iowa. And we both decided that even though everything was normal, looking good, blood work was looking good, just didn't want to say anything necessarily on social media until our 12-week appointment, just to make sure that Everything was looking good, and we didn't prematurely announce something and then have to share unfortunate news. So, like I said, our next appointment was actually on our five-year wedding anniversary, which is January 17th. Yes, yeah. and good time saver, by the way, guys. Time saver. Yeah, we, two important days in one. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> With our schedule, we, we try to combine things so we're home. Yeah, and actually our next appointment's on Valentine's Day. Um, 
But so the so the first appointment was like almost an hour and a half. The second appointment, in and out in fifteen minutes. Yeah. It was very strange. Like, well, I was expecting an ultrasound. I was expecting all kinds of testing. Yeah, literally, just let's hear the heart rate and how you feeling. Well, I'm good. Well, alrighty then. Let us know if you have any questions. All right, get out of here. Like, okay. So the the doctor did say that boring is good when it comes to appointments and symptoms and measurements and blood work. So. The quicker the appointment, I suppose, the better. But, of course, Josh had to make it awkward and ask the doctor if he's ever seen anything weird on an ultrasound. And he got really weirded out and, like, really uncomfortable. Did. Yeah. It was so funny. Like, me being a biology guy and studying this stuff. And, I mean, I'm just fascinated by the human body and all these cool things. And so I want to know about lizard babies. Yeah, and he wants to know about the weird stuff. Like, and how the, many arms have you seen on one baby? And so he was so uncomfortable. So was, uncomfortable. He literally didn't know what to say. It, he's like, I'm like, listen, I'm not projecting this onto our own child. I'm just yeah. genuinely interested. Have you ever seen one with two heads? And he was like, uh, you see some weird stuff, you know? I'm like, well, what's the weirdest? And he was just avoiding the conversation constantly. It was yeah. so funny. So... Then I never got an answer, by the way. He did say, though, he's seen where the intestines are on the opposite side. So the heart is on the right side. The appendix is on the left. Everything is flip-flopped. But the child and the person live a very healthy and normal life. Yeah, so that was the, that was only, the only thing he shared. It was kind of disappointing. Yeah. So at that appointment, um, no blood work because everything looked great at the appointment before. The baby's heartbeat was 172, and the practitioner said that it can it, it's almost like a 30 to 40 beats per minute range based on if baby is resting or very active at that time, moving around. So it's an absolute old wives' tale that you can tell the gender of your baby based on their fetal heart rate. So um, that one was well, high. Actually, you always have a 50% chance of being right. You do have a 50% chance of being right. <laughs> um so, so the baby's heart rate at that appointment was 172. And then my weight for that appointment was 139 pounds. So definitely went up a little bit more in between appointments two and three. And then today we had our third appointment, which was probably the coolest appointment that we've had. Obviously, baby is much bigger. And so we went downtown Des Moines for our genetic screening, which do you want to explain what that is? Yeah, so basically it's just extra chromosomes type of stuff, you know, if the baby, and it's not to like, oh, this baby has issues, you know, terminate. It's more to be prepared for yeah. if you do have some sort of issue, you can learn about that that particular you know, genetic gen abnormality. Gen yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so if you know you're going to be, you know, fathering and parenting, you know, a genetic abnormality of some sort, then you can, you can prepare for that. And yeah. so that was basically what our goal was, was just to see, but everything seems to be normal. So they, they measure th uh, skin thickness and do a bunch of different tests. Now we haven't got all the tests back from that yet, mm -hmm. um, but so far so good. Um, we, we were able to count some toes. That Counted was fun. all the toes, all there's, the fingers. There's six on each hand. Yeah. Exciting. Pretty sure we got that right. I'm just kidding. Yeah. So no, five fingers, five toes, uh, leg development, spine, everything seems Baby to be good. Baby had some good calves. Yeah, I was, I'm like, they definitely got the mama calves. Yeah. Those are not so my calves. this one... Um, <laughs> This appointment was an ultrasound, but it wasn't an internal one. It was just the typical, like, on top of the belly ultrasound. And I would say that we were looking at baby for about 20 minutes just because during that, what what did she call it? A nucleal fold test or something? Basically, the skin on the back of the neck. So baby has to be in an in exact position, and obviously you can't, like, 
knock on the door and say, hey, could you lay down with your spine in perfect position and untuck your head and make sure it's the profile? So there was a lot of movement. So she would have me cough to try to move the baby. Um, She would, you know, work on my stomach a little bit to see if the baby would move. And baby was very active during this appointment. So... That was so cool, guys. Yeah. Like seeing that was the first time I saw something that resembled, you know, a human. Yeah. Like the first time there was like this little peanut. It's a blob, I'm like, okay, but this is like, <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh, like that's a human being. Like you can see its eyes and its yeah. face structure and saw its the entire fingers, sp- the, the entire spine and all of the ribs. I and was just like, whoa, this is so cool. I'm fingers. like, this is, this is our little kid. Yeah. Um, the umbilical cord we could see, which was good. Baby was sucking his or her thumb during the appointment, so that was really cute. At 12 weeks. Yeah, 13 weeks. 13, yeah. yeah. So I'm technically one day off of my due date. So originally we were told July 30th. This appointment today said July 29th, but whatever. Only 5% of babies are actually born on their due date, so I'm not too worried about it. But exactly 13 weeks today. And they then took blood work. So like Josh mentioned, so they don't tell you, yes, your child will have a genetic abnormality or no, they won't. But based on the blood work and based on that skin test, they can tell you what your probability is. So she said that based on our family history and age and weight and everything, that there's a very low probability of having any abnormalities, which is obviously great. So this is a voluntary genetic screening you obviously don't have to do it I know all of my friends have done it um it's just it's just good peace of mind and it's a good way to be prepared so and and again preparedness Mm -hmm. you know that's important like it's not like oh if if there's something wrong with the baby you throw it back it's a human being you know so it's like it's a life and so for us we could just figure out like okay well we're gonna have a kid with this kind of disability we should probably spend the next you know, eight months yeah. learning everything we can about that because yeah. that, that'll help us be better parents. And exactly. that's that's the way you need to look at these screenings, not like a, a termination button that you're like, oh, it's missing an eye, yeah. terminate, you Bye. know, so that's not that's not what, what our goal was. And I don't think that's what other people's goals should be. Yeah. And the heart rate. And it was really cool today, too, because obviously we didn't get an ultrasound at our appointment last week. So today we had like a 20 minute ultrasound, which is really, really cool. So if you're interested to see your baby for longer i would also highly recommend this screening and she did a 3d one two for us which was really cool so that was cool she said we have a beautiful baby um the heart rate was 162 beats per minute so down 10 beats from last week and my weight was the exact same so that kind of covers where we're at um on my blog i've also got my first trimester diet so i've pretty much been eating I would say the same 10 to 12 meals since we've been home and I've been dieting since January 1st. Um, I'm not dieting in the sense of I'm trying to lose weight. I am just on a certain nutrition plan for overall health for me and then overall health for baby. So if you're interested in that, I've got that on my blog. And then I also have all of the books. So Josh has been reading a bunch of books I've been listening or listening to on audible. Um, and just ensuring that we can be as prepared as possible. And that's something, too, that we went over in our first appointment. You know, we will be doing a hospital tour. We'll be doing some of the classes. Um, can't think of any other, like, I can, details. I can catch a football, so I'm pretty sure I'll be able to catch the baby I when think it comes so too. flying out of there. Yeah, but it was it was so funny. At our trade show that we were at, like, a week and a half ago, <laughs> one of our friends was like, you can tie me. I can 
diaper anything. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. So we'll see. Um, Our friend Michael Waddell, he's like, listen, he said, tie one arm behind my back. I'll, yeah. I can still clean I clean that baby so fast. Yeah, so he's had a bunch of kids. It'll funny. be funny. But we're just now um, obviously just planning nursery, working on the baby registry, working on a baby honeymoon, um, a baby moon. So we'll see. Baby There's moon. not a lot of places that you can actually travel because of Zika and everything under the sun. So that's kind of limiting where we're going. We'll probably do Hawaii if I had to guess. And New Zealand. Well, New Zealand won't technically be a baby moon. Oh. It'll be an awesome vacation, but not a baby moon. So There's nothing bad in New Zealand. <laughs> no, nothing at all. So that will be super fun. Um, I also have my baby Pinterest board. I had it set to private, obviously, up until like yesterday. I made it public if you guys want to see some of the stuff that I've been pinning as well. So another thing I did want to mention is that pregnancy is not a disease. So I've had some people ask me, like, are you still going to LA Fit Expo? Are you still going to the Arnold? So yes, when we booked all of these things, I was already pregnant. So yes, we're still going and to everything. Again, things are different when you're pregnant. Yes. So like at the Arnold, we're normally there 14 hours a day or 12 hours, whatever. So there could be, if you're tired, you know, I mean, you may be sitting down and may not yeah. being exposed to germs. Your your immune system does change. Yeah. So there will be different, you know, precautions taken, like a bunch of germ acts and other stuff to keep no the touching germs down. my belly. Yeah, no touching Ever. of Sarah. I mean, we may have to keep the hugging down. I mean, there's a lot of different things. But again, you're not contagious, but you are more susceptible to yeah. illness. So we got to be careful of that. So we're doing a bunch of small trade shows to kind of test the waters to see if you get ill yeah. or sick. And so we've done one trade show. You were totally fine. We're going to do another one, LA Fit. It'll be bigger than the one that we've done. Yep. And uh, and then see if that works. And if you don't get sick and everything's good, then the Arnold is full swing like normal. Yep. Business as usual. And I'm still trying to convince Arrow to, or Josh to bring Arrow. So if we bring Arrow, hopefully everyone will just hug her and not me. Pet her. I think that'll be perfect. Like a whole year of training gone in yeah. one day. Bye. <laughs> she can be my surrogate. She can, surrogate. She can get all Your the pets. surrogate for hugs. Yeah, she can be the <laughs> hug surrogate. So anyways, I hope this was helpful for you guys. I did a poll yesterday and asked if you guys wanted to hear about this. And I had such an overwhelming response. And even when we posted and shared that we were pregnant, like, or I'm sorry, I was pregnant. We're, Thank we you. Are being, Thank you. We are going to be parents. Um we just have had so much love and support and it's just been phenomenal. Like so many people that have walked the path before us and, you know, just giving us advice and just complete strangers saying that even though they've never met us, like they're just genuinely so incredibly happy for us and can't wait to watch us on this journey. So we're not perfect. So please don't tar and feather us if we do something wrong, but right. I can assure you guys that we have been doing so much research. I have a registered dietitian working on my meal plan. So we're, we're trying to cross all of our T's and dot all of our I's. So. Yeah. Thanks guys. We really do appreciate the support with this. I know on social media, a lot of times people see a pregnancy as the end. Yeah. It's like, Oh, I'm not following this person anymore. It's yeah. over. I actually and did lose a lot of followers when I posted. Yeah, so but I you don't have know. 70% women that follow you. I so do. there's going to be some pervs out there that you just purged. I'm happy. So you actually purged the pervs. I'm probably going to post another photo just to get rid of more of them. Hey, I'm, I'm proud of you. But no, <laughs> yeah. honestly, like 
overwhelming support from mm-hmm. all of you guys and you know we really appreciate that and and uh, this is a, a huge next step in our life that we're very excited to be taking and this is anything but a burden and you guys are making that super fun for us with all your support and and advice and and it's just been cool so again thanks again yeah so we are going to wrap this up i do update my blog whenever i have an update to give you guys so the next one probably won't be for another three weeks But if you do want to keep up on our journey, it's very detailed and very lengthy. So I'm sure we'll do another podcast regarding pregnancy towards the end of the third trimester just to kind of compare the difference and just give you guys an update. But for more regular updates, definitely check out my blog. It's sarahbomar.blogspot.com. And then we'll obviously post on Instagram as well. And go to my page, um, at Josh Bomar, for all things related pregnant. I'm just kidding. Josh just wants more followers. I know. Was yeah. that, that was not a good plug. Was not it? a good Dang plug. It. I'm yeah. going to work on my plug next time. <laughs> you should. That was a terrible plug. Yeah. I lied. I lied to you guys. I'm sorry. Yeah. Josh just wants more followers. <laughs> Go follow him at Josh Bomar. So anyways, oh, thank you guys for listening. And I know we've been a little lax on the podcasts, but like we said, with the holidays, travel, trade shows, finding out we are pregnant, not being able to talk about it, not wanting to slip up and talk about it, not really having a lot of free time so our intention is to get more regular with these podcasts now that the big news and the secret is out so if you do have podcast ideas don't be afraid to send us a dm and give us some topics that you would like to hear about yeah we love hearing from you guys so thank you guys for tuning in and we will see you in the next episode